Hello and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda. I'm Jenna. Welcome back. And today we have a very special episode, Brewing in the Backrooms. Ooh. I know. So you don't know anything. I know absolutely zero about backrooms. I'm laughing at the fact that your kids were trying to tell you on the way out the door today, wait, the backrooms? Yes. I know what that is. Let me tell you. Yes, they totally were. And then one of them was like, take me, take me. I know all about the backrooms. And I'm like, shush. I don't need to know. I'm yes. supposed to not know. <laughs> I'm supposed to not know. That's the whole thing. <laughs> so I know that the backrooms, and I know with a lot of creepypasta, it's, it's not always got the same level as other things, but but this one feels like it has a lot of that big creep factor to me because of some of the science that correlates with Oh. Yeah. Okay. So for me, a lot of the creep factor comes with the science associated with what they're talking about. So I want to hit a lot of science up front nice. to get you guys prepped so you're in the same mindset as I am. Okay. So we are drinking today, just to let everybody know, a lemon ginger. Yes, and for those of you who already know what the backrooms are, it's a very gorgeous backroom shade of yellow. Oh. <laughs> that, that was a little bit, like, I'm I'm not sure if I was ready for that. Backroom yellow. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. Um, okay. and, and when I first started hearing about this, it... it oh. Just, just, just bear with me, because you're hey, gonna. I'm not gonna buckle in just yet, but if I have to, trust me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause you and get going. Yep, yep. So, okay, hit me with it. All right, so we're gonna start with um, some science, like I said, starting out with quantum superposition. And for those of you who aren't really sure what that is, it's basically Schrodinger's cat. You know what Schrodinger's cat is, right? Um, remind me. Okay. So Schrodinger had this idea slash experiment slash crazy happenstance where he put a cat in a box and he put a violin with the box in the box with the cat that could explode at any moment with a violin that could explode. A, a vial. Oh, a vial. <laughs> I thought you said a violin. I was like, an exploding violin? Where have we gone? No, so the vial could like break at any moment and release a gas that would kill the cat. Oh. But um, you wouldn't know if the vial had broken without opening the box. Therefore, you wouldn't know if the cat was alive or dead without opening the box. Therefore, as long as the box stayed closed, the cat was both alive and dead. This became one of the earliest experiments for quantum superposition, which is basically the idea that something cannot be defined in one state unless it has been observed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's that was one of the big things that started a lot of quantum experiments and started that off. And that was way back. I think that was in the 19 or 1800s. Wow. And then... More recently, teams uh, in Zurich and Tokyo have been doing experiments on quantum teleportation on demand. Whoa. <laughs> like Star, Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Beam well, me up, Scotty. Unfortunately, we don't have a beam me up, Scotty moment yet where we're taking <sighs> people that far. Okay, okay. But I have some information here on it that kind of gives you an insight to what they're doing with it. So basically, what happens is they take a pair of quantum systems in an entangled state. Entangled meaning they're 
interconnected quantumly. Okay. So, like, imagine invisible strings connecting these things. Okay. And a state is produced and distributed one to a sender and the other to a receiver. Let's call them Alice and Bob like they do. Oh, okay. So Alice makes a joint measurement of the member of entangled pairs and, uh, and the unknown state and where she wishes to teleport and sends this measurement to Bob. Bob uses this measurement and the result he receives from Alice, the result she's written as to where she wants to travel to, to manipulate his quantum system in a predetermined way. After this manipulation, Bob's quantum system ends up being in an unknown state and that state becomes teleported Alice to Bob, with the only direct communication being a classical measurement, which is the measurement of Alice saying, this is what I want to teleport to. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I think I'm following. (laughs) It's so simply person A or thing A, two particles, the one that wants to go to the other, the one says, okay, this is the measurement of how far apart we are and all this computer talk almost. Okay. And sends it to its entangled partner via the invisible entanglement field that it has. And thing B interprets where she wants to be and boom. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) I I know that's a lot, but they've. That is a lot. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd in that I like, like, spooky paranormal stuff, but I'm not really a science nerd, so. It's complicated, but it is relevant to what we're going to talk about. Okay. In these experiments, um, conducted at the 100 micrometer scale and at low, low temperatures, they were able to move Alice to Bob by about 5 millimeters. Wow. Yeah, via teleportation. And, um, it had only been done before that. In a, in the scale a thousand times smaller. Wow! So they're making leaps and bounds in how big of an object at how far of a distance they can travel. Oh, okay. I bring this up because I want to point out that it is in modern science that teleportation is not only theorized but is possible oh, okay. to some extent. Okay. Even though humans haven't figured out how to translate that into much bigger teleportations. Okay. All right. I'm following you. <laughs> so recently with all of this, uh, as well, we came out with an experiment called the double slit theory. Okay. That kind of goes hand in hand with both of these experiments. So I learned the double slit theory from Professor Proton. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was sort of my first uh, big awakening to loving physics in a lot of ways. And so he comes on screen as a cartoon, and there's this ball on a little shooter and a little eyeball camera looking at the ball and at this wall. And this wall has a little other wall in front of it with either one hole or two holes or slits, the double slit experiment. Okay. And as long as a particle was shot through one slit, uh, it would create a line on the back wall. Okay. If a wave was shot through one slit, like a wave of water or a wave of energy, it would have one thicker line in the middle to show where it had initially hit, and then sort of some smaller as waves bouncing off each other and hitting the backboard again. Okay, okay, yeah, got Yeah, it. and so they do this again with two slits, expecting the same results. They're going to have two lines... Of these solid particles. Oh, okay. So they're going to look the same on the wall. 
Yeah. Oh, they're okay. going to have just two lines that look like the slits, and sure. then with the waves, another wave pattern. Okay. And sure enough, they point the camera at it, and what they expect happens. They get two lines, and they get multiple waves going across the backboard. Okay. Yeah. So they're like, well, okay, well, this is interesting. And then they decide to turn the camera off, and they run the experiment several more times. Okay. And on the times they shot the particles and the times they shot the waves, because they say, oh, shoot number one is a particle, shoot number two is a wave, and keep going like that, right? Uh Uh-huh. It didn't matter whether they were shooting a particle or a wave to the two slits. If the camera was off, it was reading as a wave. What? Yeah. The only difference in how they were performing the experiment was whether or not the action of the particle going from the shooter to the backboard was observed or not. Okay, that's, that's wild. Meaning the observation of a particle, and let's be clear, we're all made of particles, changes whether it's in wave state or particle state. Okay. So this started kind of getting to the point where it was like, hey, if a tree's in the forest and falls down, is there even a tree in the forest? Oh. Because, like, if no one's there to observe it being a physical object, is it? Yeah. All right. I gotcha. I'm following now. And this kind of brought us to... A really epic point in physics, which just got a Nobel Prize this year. Okay. So this year, they did an experiment on pioneering pioneering quantum information. And they won the Nobel Prize for it because they basically proved, in the simplest, simplest of terms, that the universes we live in is not real. No, come on. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Not real. Not real. And and I hang I, I went and watched rewatched the Hank Green uh re-talk about it because he's really good at dumbing things down as far as big science talks go. Okay. And basically without making it not what it is, they took two quantum entangled particles and sent them off in separate directions. Okay. And they found that no matter uh, which directions they sent them, how far they got, that they could communicate with uh, particle number one, and whichever particle they talked to first, it didn't matter if it was this one or that one, This, the first one they ever talked to would always say that it was going up, and the other one would always say that it's going down. So, and and this is because it was being observed as going up or going down. Because up and down are relative terms. Okay, yeah. You, you can't be going up or down unless you're being observed as going up or down. Correct. <laughs> so these particles, not only could did they display this amount of information, but they could communicate complex ideas from one particle to another. And they've actually started using this sort of quantum entanglement in quantum computers. Wow. And quantum computers are not only able to do calculations at so fast of speeds, but they've actually shown that quantum computers, basically the particles in the quantum computer are entangled with other particles elsewhere, and they communicate faster than the speed of light with each other and retrieve the answers without even having to do the calculations. No. <laughs> and again, That's some next level. I'm, that is next level. I am dumbing down a ridiculous ridiculous amount to make this as as graspable as possible and so with all of this it really adds to string theory and the idea of parallel universes oh okay and 
if you're new to string theory and parallel universes, which I hope our fans kind of know what those are, but a parallel universe is basically like a neighbor of our universe. So if our universe is the second floor, we have neighbors on the first floor and the third floor, and possibly neighbors to the left and right, front, behind, whatever. Okay. So string theory says that because particles are entangled and can communicate with each other everywhere, that every decision has already kind of been made by these complex particles and their communications. And how that happens is that there are parallel universes where things have already happened. Oh, so like in the parallel universe, our podcast is on episode 1000 and we have a whole bunch of people out there that like us. (laughs) We use a quantum computer and we ask the parallel us, if we're the particles, we ask the parallel us who's quantumly entangled because they are Uh the same thing as us. Hey, what's going on with our podcast? And we instantaneously in our brain receive that information. Wow. If, if we're the quantum computer. Okay. If we're a quantum computer. Okay. <laughs> and, All right. I got to slow down. <laughs> and a lot of scientists have actually used this to kind of explain what happens with enlightenment in Buddhists and Nirvana and things like that, where they're reaching oh. out and receiving information that they haven't learned in any way is that they're quantum entangled to parallel versions of themselves. And therefore and they already know the answer. Yeah, and a lot of people think that kind of parallel universes have started to seep through since a lot of the stuff going on with the CERN collider, CERN Hadron Collider, Mm -hmm. because it was around 2012 when we had the Higgs boson particle show up, which the Higgs boson basically proves that there's this Higgs force field, which is basically an energy that determines the mass or identity of particles. So it's sort of the god particle that says you are a wave you are a particle oh okay and so that was a really big deal and people have noticed sort of cracks in reality since this point interesting and that's where we get a lot of mandela effect and stuff and i don't want to get into all that today so it's like a glitch in the matrix when and and what what won the nobel prize this year ultimately proves that what we are is a matrix it's a video game it's a it's a it is real what is happening is real, especially to the characters placed into the game. Okay. But to whatever is outside of the game, it is not. We are being observed by, and our, our universe is only real because it is being observed. So that means aliens are real because they're observing us? <laughs> sure, sure, if you want to go with that. If you want to okay. go with that. <laughs> okay. So lots lots of science there and i know that's like a lot to hit in 16 minutes i do hope you guys research a lot of this later um because it will help understand why i think this backrooms is so credible oh so the backrooms started as sort of uh some people say it started with this video which i will show you and some people say it started with a picture and the first picture we see of the backrooms is A picture of an office with, you know, these fluorescent lights and walls and moldy looking carpet and Mm -hmm. the back rooms. Oh, and it is yellow. It is very yellow. Okay. So people kind of say that this is the picture, if it's a picture, that started it off. And people say the reason this kind of started the creepypasta and everything with it is because it's a picture of liminal space. Now, I did ask you if you would look up liminal space you can kind of understand what it is so so my understanding is pretty simple it's like a space between a space yeah so like 
a hallway or the driveway up to your door. Right. Or if you're going, you know, uh, uh, into the wardrobe to get to Narnia, the, the wardrobe is the liminal space. Yeah. And, okay. And a lot of people have described it as being the space that you're not supposed to really observe. It, it's only there architecturally to serve as a passageway between one space and another. So when someone asks you mm. to design a building, they ask for, hey, I want 100 offices. I'm going to need 20 bathrooms with this many stalls. I need a break room. I need all this. They never tell you they need a parking lot. They never tell you they need hallways. They never tell oh. you they need a, an, a door entrance to the building. So these spaces are spaces that we often overlook because either they're full of traffic going through them or we're moving through them so quickly we don't notice them. Okay. And pictures of liminal spaces have been found to be sort of unsettling to people because they're observing something that wasn't designed to be consistently observed like no one designed a hallway for someone mm. to look at it right and so it becomes very unsettling have you ever like the, the hallway in the shining oh. it's got that really creepy factor because we've all been in a in a hotel hallway oh 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 it's almost familiar mm. to us i've seen people do it uh, uh pictures of it in dark empty classrooms in pools after clothes okay in like like, some people do it on streets outside of neighborhoods where it's just street lamps and houses. Uh, some of the more interesting ones are when people take photography of, like, New York and take out the people and the cars. And it just becomes very weird. Oh, okay. Because it's this empty space that we're observing that, that was never meant to be observed. It was meant to be a passageway. Those streets are meant to get us to the places we're meant to see. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Nobody ever says, I want to go visit the sidewalk on 36th and Vine or whatever. No. Nobody says, oh, I'm here to take a picture of the sidewalk near the Eiffel Tower. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, no one, you know, is saying, hey, let's take a picture of the the little path between the pools when no one's around. It's It's not, it's not photogenic. It's not something to be looked at. It's there for functionality. So I'm starting to get a picture in my head. Should I make a comment or should I just hold and go, reserve? Go for it. Go for it. So the backroom theory is people that are seeing these, this liminal space. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But there's more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so the only way you can get to these backrooms is what modern slang has coined no clipping out of reality. Okay, explain that. So no clipping out of reality, no clipping in general, is something that happens in video games when either there's a bug or someone purposely hacks a video game so that you can walk through objects that you're not supposed to normally be able to walk through. Oh, yeah, okay. Like a yeah. wall in a dungeon or the wall of a house in a game. And you sort of end up in this weird in-between space that was made it had to be made by the designers because they needed a space right in between but it's nothing it's not it's not part okay. of the game right right okay so there are these videos of people no clipping quote unquote out of reality and into the back rooms <laughs> uh let me take a minute with that now it's so popular that the back rooms has actually become a video game oh no so <laughs> i wanted to to show you to give you some insight, um, what, like, sort of the video game 
footage looks like so that you have an idea of what the backroom's video game is versus what the actual found footage is because it's very jarringly different. Oh, okay. So you have stuff like this where people have made their own edited videos of because there's more rooms to the backrooms. Okay. So, like, it's very clearly CGI'd, very clearly, like, video game effects. Right. Um, we have ones like this guy where he's in the actual backrooms video game. You know, you've got these obviously fake hallways and faces and stuff. Um, this one is, like, at night. So you have the obvious gaming lighting effects, very CGI'd. Right, right. Um, we've got, like, this one with the, the yellow mask guys and, like, this one. And this one I took a screenshot of because this wall shows up in the OG Backrooms video that I'm going to show you. And so oh. I wanted you to have a reference for what the hmm. what the video game version looks like, what the animated version looks like. So when you see the actual found footage, you understand that when I say this is not... interesting okay okay so what i'm gonna do and i am gonna post this for all you guys and i'm sure a lot of you have already seen it but since jenna hasn't i'm going to show her this video and kind of talk with you guys about what we're seeing and talk to jenna about what we're seeing okay this is it's a lot to take in so this video was found in the early 90s and posted in the early 90s hmm and they do put, like, a little title screen on that you'll see, but I do think that could be done after fact. Okay. So we've got two guys and a little clip uh, breaker board, and they're like, oh, action. And they're supposed to be filming this, like, short film, and you got, like, a weird gorilla man. And the director here stops him and says, okay, that's a good shot. Hey, cameraman, I need you to back up and get us a wide angle so we can get the next one. And so he starts backing away from the guys and they're watching him. And then suddenly he just falls and we get almost blurry footage. And that's where they decide to enter in the like backrooms name and when it happened and all that. Right. Okay. Now, what gets me about this isn't necessarily some of the like monster stuff you'll see, but it's the actual footage of the rooms because I cannot explain how they edited or found rooms that looked this way. They've got this big yellow backrooms classic shot. And then he starts walking through some like dark wheel weird hallways. And these are spaces I couldn't see any actual office space using. Particularly this. He like starts walking and oh, he starts hearing like voices and stuff. Like howling mm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like have you ever seen an office space like this? It's like like this. This is really a, interesting. This is a crack in the wall. Like just a long, like purposeful what? opening. And he can see through it and see more hallway. And I'm like, there's no way any oh. practical office space would have this. Like okay, there's that's not, odd. There's not even a space where I feel like he could go film this. That is so strange. Yeah, so he keeps making his way through. And then this one's weird, too. He finds a ladder up to this little square. And the square is, like, wallpapered inside of it, too. It looks like a long hallway with this ladder leading up to it. And it's really odd I wallpaper, oh. too, to me. It's not... No, it's... So he climbs through and finds this, like, greener room that's sort of the same stuff. Like, that's the thing about the back rooms. It's, it's all almost the same thing. That's what I'm seeing is that it is. It's just a bunch of hallways with rooms, but they're not even rooms. It's just spaces. No, and all you're supposed to be able to smell is moldy carpet. And all you hear is the buzzing of these fluorescent lights. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So 
I don't like fluorescent lights in general because the buzzing really does it bothers me terribly. Can you imagine being in some empty space like this, even in uh, actual, like in our reality, and just hearing? The, like, yeah, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to the architecture either. No, like it's not broken up into it, equal spaces. Even it's it, so bizarre. It does not look like a functional space. And this is where he starts coming across the arrows on the walls, and he is going to come up to that space on the wall that I showed you from the video game. Okay. So you're going to see kind of what the actual footage looks like from that wall. So he comes up right. and there's like a window and kind of black <laughs> eyes on the, and it says. They're moving. Yeah. Are they moving? Yeah. And like, it says, don't move, stay still. And he turns around and he sees this thing. <gasps> yeah. So he starts booking it. And this thing makes like these moaning, siren-esque, weird sounds. Oh, and it's still following him. Yeah, and he's booking it. And and, and it's like, where is he going to go? It's all the same. Oh. And, and there's just random dead ends and weird turns. And this whole time you can hear the thing in the background just following him. It was, it's so jarring to me. Oh my gosh. They throw in one part and I don't, there's one part where I almost wonder if they CG'd in the monster. But again, it's not the monster that gets me. It's this building. They're, yeah, it just. Like this. What? Look at this. What? Where are no. you? What? Where is that? Okay. Is there anywhere that that is? No. And that's... this, another square in the floor. And he just, ah. and he just goes down it. Like, oh. and then look, Where? he's in like a basement. Where? Look at this. Like of a hat, kind of like a house, a basement of a house. Yeah. Like classic uh, 90s stairwell. Yeah. Yeah. And, I would say that. And he just, this part is weird to me. He, he. Goes and he heads up the stairs is what it seems like. Okay, now that that kind of looks kind of normal. Like yeah. there's like it. He could be doorways in, and he could be in someone's house. And then he stands at the top of the stairs, and the lights flick on and off and on and off. And oh my gosh, the anxiety this gave me. <sighs> of course, we got you know, like I okay. sat, I sat. Oh, we're not, we're not even done. I sat there watching those lights go on and off, and I was really freaking out. They do cut the footage in quite a few spots, and I don't know if it's the cameraman cutting it for reasons specific or not. And he starts getting to this more white space, and they do state, most people who do uh, the backrooms state that there are multiple levels to the backrooms. This is weird to me. What is this space? What is that? Yeah, it's like a courtyard situation, and wooden floors with a dumpster inside, and I get... What is going on? Yeah. It's just like a dumpster. Why is it there? And so he starts so making his a way... a dumpster th inside the... What is going... And he finds more hallways and he starts walking and sees this like ledge and this giant sign of a guy running and a door. I see that. Look at this! What is going on? Like, no end of these, like, white openings to possible hallways and, like... Weird signs. And then, like, office-type filing cabinets, more fluorescent lighting, and he finds this exit. Okay. It's a fire exit. Keep clear, is what it says. He's okay, like, that's... He's like, oh, thank God, an exit. Typical. Uh... And it leads into a stairwell, a, like, concrete stairwell... Okay, that's not... Regular. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So he goes up the stairs. <gasps> no! And he's back right at the beginning. No. Yeah. 
like what the hell and so he keeps on going and i'm gonna fast forward a little bit because we yellow room people and i'm not like so about there he hears it again and he starts running he's like shoot the thing's gonna find me and look at this weird space he finds this like weird zigzag shape entry this is not an office this is a part where i kind of question the thing okay yeah but again i do get why someone would edit that in later if they found this footage yeah if they're hearing something they want to put a face to the monster and he goes and it turns the zigzag turns to a hallway and there's just another square floor and he's looking down at deciding if it's like worth jumping down Ah! i know and the thing like dang it thing (laughs) pushes him down and then the footage all we get is the camera falling back to the earth and hitting the ground and that's where the footage was found is like in a park okay so what i can't explain is this is the space that he's in that is so bizarre it's it's beyond like i can't even like i can't even wrap my head around that the space that he's in yeah now this one i'm not gonna sit and watch the whole thing i want to fast forward certain clips this is a more recent found footage okay but there's just some things this lady sees in her found footage that again i'm like where are you okay where are you um, ho- hold on a second. I, I, I think I'm going to buckle in. Okay. That, that last one. <laughs> that last one. That jump scare jump. gets me every time. Okay. I, like uh-huh. I said, monster. Uh... Yeah, but I mean. The other stuff. What the you... creep factor. You're right. The creep factor of the space is bizarre. So this lady starts off a video by saying she shows everyone that she's going to start dropping stuff because she found this little weird space in her garage where okay. stuff just disappears disappears when she drops it out. Oh, okay. And she decides that she's going to measure this space. Now, I've seen people use editing to make stuff look like it's disappearing, uh-huh. but I've never seen anyone do it to the extent where she pushes this ruler almost infinitely down into this space. And she says it's vibrating like really hard. And then she, like, falls in with it. And all the stuff she's pushed down just falls with her. And again, we're in a yellow, weirdly lit, carpeted backspace. Yeah. And like I said, like, it's she's got some of this unremarkable stuff. And then she gets into this bigger room after walking for a little while. Hang on. Let's see if I can. And it's just really nondescript. Like there's it's, it is. can lights on the ceiling and, and it's just yellow and oh. there's nothing. There's really nothing. She comes and she finds a light switch and there's this exorbitantly tall set of chairs around nothing. Maybe. Is that a table? I think that's a table. But, like a tiny table. But it's like. That was bizarre. Yeah. And so she keeps walking through like it's weird stuff like that where i'm like this makes me so uncomfortable i'm not sure i like this it does oh wait i was trying to get past some of the hallway it and again it's it's similar to the other one where there's walls that shouldn't like why are the walls there and and people the other thing i think that is adding to the creep factor is there's nothing on the walls no there's no pictures there's no anything on the walls like in the other one they had a couple of signs, but they were odd. But, like, someone came and scribbled them on. Yeah. And now she's just found this random, like, tall, tall room with a giant pole in the middle and a couch. A, a singular couch. It's mass. That room is massive. It is massive. And what's with the, the like, there's some kind of thing around the outside of it. Yeah, like a step. Like a weird step. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not, none of this architecturally makes sense to me. Oh, what is that? And she comes and she finds like a more dilapidated square on the ground and some sort of door. And she is like hearing stuff. There's like rebar and concrete sticking through. And now people have said there's like a sub-level below this one that's like a parking garage. Okay. So I think that's where people get that is it looks like she's looking into a, a like parking garage. Okay. So is she going to go through the door? Does she go through the door? She does go through the door. And we start walking into more weird spaces. Like a half are so weird. Oh, God, the cat just moved in the other room. It scared me a little bit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, it's just, it's weird stuff. It's, that doesn't. Like, the and and the rooms are, like, empty. 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 Like, the fact that she found actual furniture in a couple of the rooms is just. It's. That's because the bizarre it's, part. It's Look like at that. Empty. Just, that hallway like tilts up with no yeah. stairs in a really weird fashion. I just and she's like looking down and like I said, I showed you the game footage to show you what dark kind of looks like uh-huh. in a game versus the true dark that's being represented on film here. Yeah. No, there's nothing about this that looks to me like it's CGI. No. Really. I, look at this. She looks up and there's all these like balconies and these ceiling panels torn off. And ledges upon ledges. It just, and this is like, obviously, liminal space feels weird. So this is supposed to feel weird. But what's more unsettling to me is that, like, I don't know where you could film something like this. I I, don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to my brain. Yeah. It's really weird. That is so weird. I think there's, hang on, let me see if that's coming up yeah okay this one's really weird so she starts walking down further and this is the same video and she sees like this like splatter of dust on the ground okay yeah and it leads to this like another more dust and skid and smoke kind of plume what the actual that's a car that's a car that is crashed like almost full speed into a wall like the whole front is demolished like it no clipped and was striving and realized there was a wall. What? How do you explain that? How do you explain How? I don't even, I don't even understand that. And like, it looks like a handprint on the wall in the same room heading somewhere else. Like someone from the car. Right. Got out and was going. And she starts finding, again, the wooden floors and space. And it almost feels Whoa. like a house. Yeah, now it feels like a house. That looks like a, oh, there was like a shadow on the floor that almost looked like a silhouette of a person. Yeah, like she's following. Oh, I don't like that. No, me neither. You're not meant to like it, I don't think. And so if she turns in this door and, and like. Okay, number one, creepy space. Do not go where there's no lights. Okay? Just yeah. don't do it. But she is, because she's following this dirt. Because if you thought there might be another human in this empty space you've been wandering around in. Well, I guess so. And she turns on a light, and it's like this green space. She keeps looking, and she finds, like, a bed, and... <sighs> there's. I think she flipped the camera to night vision. She and may that's have. that's why and the green glow. And this is a more recent video, okay. too. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, it's more recent cameras. She sees this, like, almost vine or wired covered room that she decides to go check out. And it's just, like, all these weird... Oh. What? Again, where do you find this? And she's looking around because she's like, this is freaking weird. It's, like, got weird lighting, these weird black stuff. 
That's so One picture odd. on the wall, and she's, like, checking it out. It's, like, some girl holding a book. It looks almost like a Baroque-style period, maybe yeah. Renaissance period painting. <gasps> it moved. Did it move? Did it move? It moved! It moved! <gasps> the, wa- the freaking vines start moving, and... Like, coming after her. And again, we get this moaning. And it follows her for, like, a good long while. And hang on. Do people... Has somebody, like, taken credit for this video? Not to my awareness. She ends up even finding, like, like this weird space of, like, empty pools and tiles up walls. And, like, what? And did you see the thing in the hallway? Oh, oh, yeah. And look, did you see, like, random hole, random hole. She has to jump across, like, a barrier in a hallway. This is not, this is not an industrial building. That is so weird. Look at these. What? What is that for? What is going on? What is that for? She goes in another, like, tight, tight, zigzag hallway to get to this room with a dead end. Oh, man. No. No. And we sort of get a cutoff here with her. Okay. So, <sighs> there's a reason I needed to... Let me breathe for a minute. Okay. So this is... Yeah, I was like, you're going to need to see all this. Because I was like... I was racking my brain when I was wanting to tell you about this, Jenna. About how am I going to... How am I going to do this in any other way than show you... Right. The right. reality. Right. Because a guy walking around in yellow rooms doesn't sound... That is not what I pictured. No. <laughs> that is not what I pictured. That is so bizarre. In the first video, the monsters feel very fake. Yeah. Although the rest of the footage is genuine, yes. in my opinion. And in this one, though, that, whatever that was that came down. Fine creature, whatever. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I was buckled in. I was buckled in. I'm okay. I will not ever sleep soundly. There's um, a couple of accounts of, you know, those yellow suit guys I was showing you in some of the video game ones? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the yellow suit guys, uh, there's a couple of videos that kind of show them walking around and have found footage, but they kind of teeter on that line of me thinking that they might be edited because there's certain okay. places where I think they were. So I didn't think it was credible enough for me to stick in the found footage section. Sure. Okay. Okay. For you. Okay. There are entire websites and Reddit threads dedicated to telling people about the back rooms, about the levels they'll face, the creatures they'll face. I went through and scrolled through this Reddit thread because I was like, well, how many levels are there? How far do you have to go to get through these back rooms? If I land there, what am I expecting? Yeah. Well, not only are you expecting um, these moldy fluorescent rooms, but you're also no water, no food. People say if you're gonna, if you're worried you might no clip into the back rooms, carry almond water on you because it's got your protein and your hydration. What? Yeah, like almond water has become this like drink associated with the back rooms. Okay. And there's nine confirmed levels, according to lore. But there are upwards of 900 levels, depending on who you talk to. No. There's like... No, thank you. What we saw, which is the lobby. There's level one, which is actually the level below that uh, basement parking garage. Okay. There's one that's like pipes and nothing but pipes and turns like you're in some sort of industrial complex, but it's all just pipes everywhere. Wow. There's the flooded house, the cave system, the terror hotel, and there's even a false end. 
Okay. And the false end is like this library that says this is the end and there's nothing there. So on these different levels, though, are are they... So they're different than the yellow room. Yeah, so you get more liminal type spaces that... But they're not all the yellow room. And each of okay. these spaces is supposed to have its own creatures that roam through them. I've seen videos where it's a neighborhood at dark and okay. this guy goes into this house and there's signs in the house that are like reversed. So like the writing's backwards on them. Oh. And he like goes in and he hears someone screaming, like a human screaming. And then he sees something because he's like sitting there like like filming some of the stuff around him and then like suddenly he like hears slash sees something and he whips around and he runs out the neighborhood and he ends up running through like a tunnel and then the tunnel turns into a an office wall but there's a little oh i hit the mic there's a little hole at the base of the wall that's like vertical or horizontal and he like slides through the hole and ends up running back through the lobby that we've seen there's there's videos so what i want to know is how do people get out so far, no one's confirmed that they have. People say that the real place to get out is that initial place you get in. The same place where there's a kind of rift in reality to pull you into there is the same place you need to get out. So in other words, if you get sucked into this yellow room bullshit, don't start wandering around. Just turn around and try to go out. Turn, turn around. I mean, I feel... Jump up and down. I, I don't know if the same place you got in is always the same place you got out. And a lot of these people end up getting in through, like, a ceiling or falling into it. Oh. And so it, it would be really hard to get out that way. But you're supposed to have thinner gaps there. Some people say there is a true end to the game, as they call it. Oh, And gosh. if you get out of the, the, the back rooms through this end, you are supposed to come back to reality. But there are so many levels. It's... Mm. And it's, Mm -mm. and it's not like it's, it's not like it's lateral. It's not like you have to go through level one to get through level two or so on. Like, uh, there's an entrance from level one to either level zero or level two. And if you go to level two, then the only way out of there is to get to level six. And to level six, you have to go over to level nine. And... (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, just keep me plugged into the Matrix. I don't want to fall through any glitches. Exactly. So, so so that's why I brought in this, all this science is because I think, based on the footage that I've seen, that what is happening is these people are sort of, the particles around them are going waveform. Okay. And creating a hole in reality where they no clip through, quote unquote, and fall into the space that is is liminal space quite literally because it's a space to travel between parallel universes. Oh gosh. And I think wow. I think that's why it's so odd and weird architecturally and I think that's why there's so many versions of what you see there is because I think the space is almost created by us being there and observing it and so it sort of just like takes from whatever computer hardware we have up in our wow. brains and says this is what you're going to see in this area and because you know humans don't have a large database on that it's going to be a lot of hallways and weird rooms have you ever tried remembering a room oh you never get point. it you never get it quite right and so i feel like it's this weird like if 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 these entities tried to interpret what a human space looked like that's what it is Oh, now that's a scary thought, too. Yeah. It's... I don't know if I like this backroom theory, Amanda. This is like... There are countless Reddit this is threads. A trip. 
countless encounters. Some friends, uh, some people say they lost their friend, like, Keith in there. And, like, there's TikTok accounts on, like, finding Keith and supporting Keith. And it's, like, the more I've gone down this rabbit hole, the more videos I've watched, the more terrifying it is to me. Wow. Um, mm. Because I, I think it's totally reasonable. I mean, like, one of the first things I was ever taught is if you took your hand, uh, taught in physics. Okay. Is if you take your hand and you hit it against an object, say your desk, okay. and you hit it consistently at a vibrational pattern, your hand is vibrating on a frequency, the desk is vibrating on a frequency because everything vibrates, all particles move. Okay. And if you hit your hand at just the right moment with when all the particles are aligned just right in like a one in a billion chance, your hand will go through the desk because the particles will, there, there won't be any resistance. They will be just lined up perfectly so they all go through even like putting a paper in between the two little folds of a file. Wow. And like that's proven. Whoa. And so I'm like, if I can put my hand literally oh, no. through a desk, yeah. why can't I slip through the cracks in our confirmed non-reality and go somewhere really bizarre? Okay, fair. So these back rooms are just everywhere. People have, right. people have seen like holes punched into walls where they can see into the back rooms People have started to avoid certain hallways if they see it's empty because people are so scared they're going to open a door and walk into the back rooms and not be able to get out. Wow. And I don't blame them. There is enough scientific <laughs> evidence to say they that could. Was, I'm going to start freaking out now. I'm like walking down a hallway at work and be like, oh, nope, nope. I mean, how many times have you been sitting in the hospital after dark and all your nurses are off doing something and there's no patients coming in. Yep. How eerie is that? Very. Okay. Now you start looking for your nurses and your patients and your people. Oh, no. And, no. And there's no, 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 no. I mean, and, and that's just the empty, mm. scary space. That's not even talking mm. the monsters. They've got everything from moths that go from one big wall to the other in wingspan. They've got these non-humanoids they have these things that are called like hounds they have mr smiley oh no no thank you no thank you like monster after monster i don't want to meet him after a monster oh that's just oh it's almost too much it's it's just too and, much and you get no food no water like i would almost rather fall into like another reality than fall into the space in between realities. Yeah, I agree because at least if like you I'd be confused on any on on you know so so many levels, but at least if I fell into another universe, maybe I'd have a chance. But falling <laughs> some, somewhere alone, oh no, with nothing mm. in spaces that don't make sense. There's there's not really unless you're going in with like a thousand markers. There's no real way to track where you're going where no. you've been because mm -mm. none of the like it's not even like a normal hallway where it's like okay go in one door come out go in go out right it's just so weird i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it so would you no 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 tea in the back room no never never oh man no, thank you no thank you don't want it no back rooms no <laughs> no I don't want holes in my floor that I can fall through. No. Or weird holes in the wall. Yes. No. <laughs> I don't want it, Amanda. It's, listen, this last week of research has been hard on me because I'll like turn off the lights in my house and as I'm like walking back, it's like, 
uh, or like my kids are all asleep and I'm standing in the kitchen. There's this moment of like checking to make sure my pets are there or like. <laughs> that there hasn't been a glitch. Yeah. Oh. I mean, mm. how many times have you set something down on a desk and it never reappears? <laughs> no. No. I don't think I would ever have tea in the back rooms either, but I know if I did, I'd be bringing almond water. <laughs> <laughs> and a Sharpie. So, you know, you could maybe like put little arrows. I don't know. I don't On the floor. I don't know. But your Sharpie dies. <laughs> I don't know. And then where are you? I don't know. I think the one best thing to bring to the back rooms is something <laughs> to, I, I don't, to take I don't you out. Know. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, yeah. So do you have a new nightmare? Yes. Absolutely. 100% new nightmare because this is to me is like a terrifying proposition. Yeah. And I, I'm going to put these videos and, and I'm going to try and post them before I post this episode because I really, I cannot urge you guys enough to watch them with this and watch along with us and see what we're seeing. Yeah. It's, I can't explain it. No. What, yeah. How, how do you explain just the space itself? Um, Apparently, physics people are trying to explain it, but um, I I don't want anything to do with the back room. No, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Oh, Amanda, <laughs> I can't believe you made me go in that blind. Oh. I know. Okay, so you guys, if you have been to the back rooms, like the back rooms, hate the back rooms, or if you just want to hear more weird stuff, you guys can make sure to... Turn on our following notifications so that you can see every time we release an episode. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram if you want to see the pictures and videos that I've showed Jenna to scare her half to death. Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you can go ahead and contact us with your story of the backrooms if you've got one at info at seepedmystery.com. Absolutely. And you know what, peeps? I will never look at lemon ginger tea again without seeing those back rooms. <laughs> or even the fluorescent light. Yes. <laughs> okay, guys. Stay safe out there. Always walk with a buddy. <laughs> yes. Don't fall through the floor. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.